It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. everybody it's the awesome pod we're recording it late on a thursday night we never do this this is old school awesome pod it's uh it is i johnny taylor uh, i am here with diana prince also known as darcy the male girl darcy diana how the hell are you i'm amazing how are you doing good doing good uh i'm no longer sick so everything is great Yay. uh and uh we have brenda patrizzo and you have a special guest brendan we do. I have one of my besties, my friend Seth, who is here. Hello. We are Yay! we are filming tomorrow bright and early in Malibu. So Seth is mm-hmm. gonna crash at my place tonight. Nice. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I need a ride. <laughs> it, and Seth is a really huge wrestling fan. So big, it's biggest, good to have biggest, him. biggest out of the group, I think. A huge, <laughs> huge, huge, huge fan. Who's um, your favorite? Was, Okay, um, there's a, I was actually, there's this one, her name is Sasha something something. Snoop Get out of here. Sasha Banks. Allow that's a, that's Sasha w, Banks. WWE style. Yes. Is that different? I don't know. That is different, and that's not the name she uses anymore, so be gone. You're out. Okay. And so- Claudio. Oh no! What? Oh, please tell me you're kidding. This is a rib. Sorry, this is a rib. I'm I'm reading off of a script. Uh, okay, that makes me. sense. Like, no way you need what? to say that. <laughs> what script? What are you talking about? Uh, Seth, uh, welcome to the show. So you are a uh, you are a wrestling noob, mm-hmm. as as they call it, and uh, it, it'll be good. This is what the Awesome Pod is all about: introducing mm-hmm. new people to the AEW products. So. Uh, which i do want to jump in there real quick 
and say one of the first highlights I showed him was Julia Hart doing things other than standing there. So he got a completely different take on her than I did. Oh yes, yeah, the two cashes. Yeah. Yes, the two cashes. <laughs> some 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 hot cash on cash action. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get to that that match. Uh, I found that match very interesting. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Uh, how's everybody doing in general? Everybody's good. All is good. All is oh. good. Okay. Uh, so I think you know, AEW hot with uh rumors and innuendo at this point uh we're going to talk about tony khan's special announcement that he had and you know i love a good tony khan announcement uh this one was just as awkward as all of them are i love it (laughs) It, yeah it was just it's him again with the zoom screen behind him uh is we'll get to it uh this uh this uh this show starts off with a bang. Uh, so we we have uh, Diana's most favorite wrestler of all oh. time. Uh, it starts with Claudio Castagnoli uh, of the Blackpool Combat Club taking on Ray Phoenix. Now they're calling this a double jeopardy match. So here, here's the steps. If Claudio beats Ray Phoenix, he gets to choose a partner uh, and they get to go for the Ring of Honor tag team titles that Ray Phoenix and uh, Penta have currently. Uh, and if Ray wins, uh, he gets a title match for Claudio's Ring of Honor world title. Uh, so uh, at this point, Diana, you got to be feeling pretty good because the whole world is now fuck Claudio. I do love it. It's uh, music to my ears. Yeah, he he was getting some serious heel heat in this one. Yay! Uh, fuck yeah, Claudio. You knew uh, that it was just a matter of time. Before the people saw the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the people. Uh, Brendan, were you able to, to catch this one? I I was. And honestly, <laughs> I have to say, having been MIA for about a week and a half from this, it was Welcome a back. fun. Thank you. It was a fun match to kind of jump into, you know, and it was, it was, I don't know. I missed this. And this was a fun little welcome back, you know, thing. So maybe Aww. I'll be nicer this week. Yeah, it was, wrestling. I love it. It, it, <laughs> it. it did help that it was a really, really good match. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. As much as I hate Claudio, it was a fucking banger. Yeah, sure. really, really good. Uh, both the guys can really work. Uh, Ray Phoenix, man, how good is that fucking guy? He is I mean, Jason real, Statham, the target dude. Jason Statham. Dude, he is. Uh, Ray is, you know, he's one of those guys where I'm like, he could have a big title run of some sort, the TNT belt, the ring of honor belt. I don't know. I was, I was hoping that he beat Claudio because I would love to see Ray Phoenix as the ring of honor world champion, but that's just me. Uh, I would love anybody but Claudio. Right. (laughs) Right. And uh, it it didn't happen. Claudio gets the win. 14 (laughs) minutes. Uh, Claudio was some vicious down elbow strikes uh, uh, towards the end of this one. The fans were just giving it to Claudio. Uh, the whole time I was like, Dan is eating this up. Uh, <laughs> Claudio hits a big sit-down power bomb. He gets the win. Uh, real, uh, very well-executed uh, opening match. Uh, and, you know, uh, Brian Danielson on commentary, uh, he's eating up being the heel right now. Uh, but uh, good stuff and more Blackpool Combat Club stuff uh, to come. 
but yeah. So uh, Excalibur at this point kind of plugs the main event, which was uh, Kenny Omega and John Moxley in a steel cage. And uh, I was so first off this card front to back, it was a pay-per-view card and you know, they kept mentioning it, but it was like, it felt like a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I, I know they kept plugging it that way, but I didn't get that vibe from it. Like if they um, hadn't said it, I would think, you know, it was, it was a good show, but it was not pay-per-view level for sure. To me. Not, not enough Jericho. I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. What pay-per-view doesn't have Jericho? Come on. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Just pre-recorded bullshit. We ain't doing that. (laughs) Now we, we we do have uh, Renee Paquette and uh, who comes walking up. It's Miro. Uh, Yeah. People have not seen Miro in quite a while. Uh, And uh, he, he goes into, he marches right into Tony Khan's office. Uh, Something tells me he was back there going, I want to be on the new show, uh, which uh, is going to be announced very soon. Uh, but Miro's there. A couple of surprise backstage uh, AEW stars kind of walking around in this episode. Uh, Diana, what do you think of Miro? Um, he's fine. I don't have a very strong opinion. I'm glad he's the- back because I know a lot of people love him. So he's been missed by a lot. But I'm fine. I can take or leave him. Gave him that Brendan. is the most Brendan answer it I have was. heard from someone it's other than me. It's just fucking true, though. <laughs> I was just what you want me to say? I can pretend otherwise, but he's just, he's fine. <laughs> Diana gave him the Brendan treatment. Uh, <laughs> Brendan, you're probably not very familiar with Mira. Uh, no. Mira uh, has been gone for shit, almost a year at this point. And, uh, wow, is it that long? Wow. Yeah, it's been a minute. And so he is a former WWE star. He used to go by Rusev. Back, uh, back in those Rusev times, Day. Rusev Day, and he's a he was uh came into AEW with like a lot of fanfare, and I think a lot of people thought he was going to be inserted right into the main event scene, but he wasn't. Uh, and I think he's had some issues with their creative, but he's back, so uh, we will we will see uh, what what's in store for Miro, but I have my I have my suspicions. Uh, next up, we had a segment. Uh, with MJF sitting on a chair and they're asking uh, first off, he asked what uh, they wanted to talk about, which is a, <laughs> as a Cody Rhodes, uh, how Cody Rhodes opens his promos, a little wink and a nod there. Uh, and then he compares the, this is, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys your opinion on this. He compares the AEW pillars to the Beatles. Uh, he says, Sammy's like Ringo. I'm sure Sammy wasn't thrilled to hear that. Uh, <laughs> Jungle Boy is cool, comic collected like George. That makes some sense to me. Uh, he says, Dar- Darby's dark and brooding, kind of like John Lennon. And then he's the Paul, uh, otherwise known as the best. Uh, he also mentions all the uh, all the wrestlers he's beaten. He beat John Moxley. And then he mentions CM Punk, which if I'm not mistaken, that's the first time CM Punk has been mentioned on AEW since the uh, the brawl out at Fallout. The incident. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also goes on to mis- mention Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes, as well as Brian Danielson. Then he asks the other pillars what they have done. Um, now, he compares them to the Beatles. Do you think his assessment was accurate? Diana, you go first on this, because I have a lot to say. But, but you, uh, you, you what? go right you ahead. What do you have a lot to say about MJF? Um, comparison to the Beatles, I 
I, as soon as he said it, I was like, huh? But then he made a little sense with it. I can see it. But what I really was impressed by was how many people, like, like you forget how amazing he, his actual matches have been. He's done, a, he's done a lot. And he is yeah. right. He's right. He's done so much more. That's, it's true. It's like way, way beyond the other pillars. He, he is absolutely correct in that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting when he was going down the list. I was like, "Holy shit, he's beat I all know. The, he's beat all those guys." I was like, "Whoa, yeah, he did do that. Holy shit, he did do that. Like, damn, crazy." Yeah, that's that's impressive. Not only just for AW, that's just an impressive roster of like legitimate f- first ballot Hall of Famers. Every single one of them. So we give him a lot of flack for like just talk, talk, talking, but he does put up some matches when he actually finally does fight yeah when he's wrestling he's wrestling the best in the world and a lot of times going over him so uh brendan i want to i want to hear your thoughts you had thoughts on this uh, many i i want to know first off the the fights that he's won would it happen to fall on october 25th is this what is this a trick question <laughs> it's got i just different. You know, because I wonder, you know, because I'm sure that there are people who feel bad out there. And I, I know that, you know, October 25th is National Dwarfism Awareness Day. And I just oh. want to make sure. Oh, my I, God. I just want to make sure. Brendan. All right. Full. You just, had to I, look that up. Uh, that's a gaffer. That's a gaffer. I know. Exactly. I, I, I just. Short again. Are you proud of yourself? I very. I just <laughs> a very Brendan answer. Very Brendan. I Welcome just, back. I, and he comes in comparing himself to the Beatles. He compared all of them to the That's Beatles. True. To be That's true. That's true. I just, you know, we just spent four days filming on a battleship and every other day we were hitting our heads on things and by the fourth day it's kind of like you get a bit loopy you know and i just wonder if maybe he's been smacked in the head a few too many times like you know (laughs) maybe like someone needs to do you know and like the computer's not working and you bat it around a bit i think someone just needs to you know smack his head a little bit and then he'll maybe the, the thinking will correct itself enough I, I don't know. I, yeah, but you are not well, down with the Beatles comparison. No, because the Beatles <laughs> are icons and legends, and this is like, I mean, you know, there's an well, argument this, to say. <laughs> this is like the crackhead on the New York subway just talking in a corner. <laughs> Like uh, I, it, he literally, he's like the crackhead that you walk on the the A train, you know, going uptown to Manhattan, and you have MJF in the corner, you know, smelling like wow or something. Like, but yeah, that's my thoughts. I do want to say uh, to any of the raggedy bitches out there listening, uh, if you happen to have dwarfism and you're a oh little person, uh, we love you. Uh, we we celebrate you. Thank uh, you. All what sizes a, are beautiful, Brendan. Yeah, yes. um, I don't know what Brendan's trying I to am, say, but I am very tall. Yeah, I am very that's tall. So if everyone, you short, if you were short, you'd be allowed to say anything. But you're giant, so you just look mean. You're meaner now, than what, MJF when you do this. That, hey, Brendan, you know, this you're, is you're right. this is a side of you uh, that I love. 
I do. I, I do now, have to say. that being said, there, you know, there are, there, you know, as I was hitting my head yesterday about 10 times every five minutes on the fucking battleship, everyone on set who was shorter than me was just fine walking around, not a problem in the world. So you're jealous. You're jealous of MJF's shortness. <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean ability to walk absolutely not but like you know <laughs> that's what i'm hearing from this you know to be fair i don't think mjf is that short i know i, I really you, i really don't he calls him a hobbit every damn week he's fucking normal what is like five nine look this up he's five eleven so what uh, brendan shut the fuck up also i have to say i thought he was taller <laughs> Uh, I thought. I, I thought, thought he was he, shorter. I don't think he's I thought, five eleven. I thought he might be taller than that. Actually, I, I don't think he's five eleven. I've walked. I don't think he's five eleven. But Brendan, it's fine. How, Brendan, how, how tall, tall is Snooky? How tall is Snooky? Oh, I think she's four foot, four foot eleven. She's like Ronnie James Dio height. I think. <laughs> yeah, so he's probably like five one, five two. Wow. <laughs> Oh, Brendan, how tall are you again? You're very tall. Six four. Six four. Okay, yeah, because you're taller than me, and I'm like, this is, he's legit taller than me, and. Uh, I'm I'm not short, so it was. Uh, I, all three of us are all pretty tall. We're tall. We're tall. Drinks of water. Uh, <laughs> you know, post one. Posein. Posein's yeah. six foot seven. Um, that dude's large. Wow. Large. Seth, are you offended by Brendan's short hatred? Um, you know his intolerance. After seven years, you you start to uh, <laughs> you start to just block things out. You know you shouldn't it, have, you shouldn't have it, to do that with friends. I'm a know? short king. I oh, I love myself. I don't. I don't there need you Brendan's go. You know what? MJF is the same way. He doesn't give a fuck, Brendan. <laughs> MJF cares not at all about. M- MJF reminds me of the raccoon you see digging in the dumpster, and he just kind of looks at you, and you look at him, and you're just like, "Shoo!" Old trash panda. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah. I don't saying. know his promo. Oh yeah, wrestling. Um, so, anyways, I think he ends up with saying his his reign of terror has just gotten started or something like that. Uh, we do get a video preview of the Moxley Omega main event. We get sound bites from both those guys. Uh, FTR makes their entrance. Uh, so they they oh uh, yeah, I, I love FTR. I gotta tell you, this segment did not paint FTR in the greatest light. As uh, Mark Briscoe ends up coming out and saying he's going to be the guest referee. All hell breaks loose at one point. They're trying to drink together uh, alcohols and disposable cups. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 a mess. Uh, Sanjay so Dutt sprays a mouthful of uh, alcohol right in Dax's face. They, they're all fighting. And then uh, Dax, unbeknownst to him, accidentally gives Mark Brisk a, a pretty stiff-looking pile driver. Uh, the fans start chanting, you fucked up. <laughs> at, at Dax, uh, Dax kind of is checking on Mark Briscoe once he starts getting his bearings about him, and then Mark Briscoe shoves him. Uh, this is uh, creating some heat going into this uh, FTR, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett uh, tag team title match that's going to be at the pay per view. Uh, I got to say, I, I got to give AEW some credit because this is a match that could have been kind of lame. Uh, and they've done a good job building it, I think. I think the uh, Mark Briscoe as the special guest referee, uh, I'm, I'm kind of into it. I love everything FTR does, but uh, 
you know, I kind of, I want to see FTR in the young bucks. You know what I mean? I I, I don't necessarily want to see FTR taking on Jay Lethal and uh, Jeff Jarrett, but that said, I'm excited for the match. Uh, what did you, what did you guys think about, the, about this segment? And are you, are you excited for this one at the pay-per-view? Are you just kind of, meh? I'm not super hyped, honestly. Yeah. Mark yeah. Frisk has been the best part of this shit, for sure. It's Yeah, he's, <laughs> what a character he is. Love him. I love all the love he's getting, too. Long overdue. I, I, I agree. I think this is one of those matches that, like, at the pay-per-view, it's either just going to kind of be like filler or it's actually going to be something where, where we look back and we're like well we uh we didn't see that coming and that was fun but honestly it just doesn't i, don't I know, feel like that's really possible though because they're like super talented i just don't feel very passionately about them unlike you johnny <laughs> so i'm just right. like eh, it's fine <laughs> right yeah we all have our faves exactly uh, um so speaking of, of faves, uh, Renee Paquette is backstage, and Chris she Jer- is a fave. <laughs> <laughs> she's backstage. She's talking to Chris Jericho, and uh, he, uh, you know, Adam Cole uh, said uh, Chris Jericho says Adam Cole got the best of him, uh, or Renee says that to Jericho. Jericho gives the devil glare to Renee. And uh, asked why she seemed so delight- delighted in saying that, <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. Uh, he ends up saying that if he's in the building, Cole is now banned from any arena he's in. Aw, uh, so cute with his little paperwork. <laughs> uh, I know, yeah, paperwork. Uh, Roderick Strong uh, walks in and he uh, basically says Jericho's delusional. He then goes on to say Adam Cole's one of his best friends and he ends up challenging Chris Jericho to a false count anywhere fight. Uh, then he says, are you too much of a coward? Uh, Jericho is like, I'll knock your teeth down your throat. Classic Jericho. And so, <laughs> so he'll, he'll fight him next week on Dynamite. Uh, and uh, Jericho said he has a whole army with him, so be careful what he wishes for. And then Roderick Strong's like, I've done some paperwork too. <laughs> and uh, he gets a lawyer to ban the JS from the building next week. A lot of paperwork being done in this backstage so segment. So much, it's like we work in an office here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jericho kind of frazzles, flipping through the paperwork, which I thought was funny. Uh, and then Renee remains outside of Tony Khan's office, and Thunder Rosa walks in, uh, says some words to to Renee Paquette. Uh, now Thunder Rosa, um, from what I understand, she's still very hurt. Uh, so I don't know what she's going to Tony Khan's office for, uh, because from what I'm hearing, she's not cleared to wrestle and won't be for a while. Wow. Uh, and yeah. That yeah yeah it's uh so i don't know i know that this is all probably has to do with the new show that's going to be debuting in june for sure uh, uh but i don't know what role she's going to be in maybe as a commissioner or something who knows maybe an announcer <laughs> I, I don't fucking know what's going on here uh i love the jericho adam cole stuff uh puzzled by the thunder rosa stuff uh, Diana, what what did you think of uh, the Jericho Roderick Strong interaction, and what do you think about Thunder Rosa, who's been shit on for weeks and weeks on the uh, the reality show All Access? Are what you do, still watching it? I haven't I haven't seen it in a minute. I've Are been, they still I, on her? They shit on her every chance they can get. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's there's uh, got to be something to that though. There has to be a purpose. I mean, it's probably building a storyline that's going to be unveiled probably pretty shortly. Uh, I bet you're right. Um, but yeah, I've been catching up with it and, uh, 
you know, I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it. But back to Dynamite. Awesome segment, of course. I thought the Jericho Roderick Strong stuff was good. Uh, Adorable. Renee and they they all sold it. Renee was making her little faces like of glee and stuff, like just being amused. I gotta Very give her. Cute. And Chris I, was going all over the top with oh the paperwork and and looking so upset. It's like it was very very entertaining. Yeah, Renee Paquette. I have to give her a flower. She's brought a lot to the backstage segment, uh, and that was not as well done before she came on board. So very true. Uh, I, I think she's added a lot to it. Brendan, did you catch the segment at all? I got bits and pieces of it. How bits, dare you? Bits and pieces. Brendan's very sorry, busy, I'm, Diana. He's very busy. I am you, almost no tomorrow is busy last for a Jericho day segment. of filming. Jericho Jer- segment. It's like now, three Chris minutes Jericho long. Jericho is the, like, the main villain guy. Oh, you hung the out with heel. him at Halloween, right? I, yes. I, Did I you know he was Halloween. a wrestler? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have no awesome. idea who he was. Oh, and, my God. And then, Yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, it's get off my pod. Friend. <laughs> I, I love that. Know. It's kind of even cooler. I was, I was just there for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for for a cocktail and, and a blunt. Well, <laughs> that can happen around Chris so, for sure. Anyway. Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> um, so he's like the the main heel, the biggest heel. I would say so, yes. <laughs> Seth, Seth, you're you're catching on very fast. Yeah, is that in the script? I'm, I'm a fast learner. <laughs> this is quick. Are you reading off a script I, right now? This girl, she's gonna show up at my house in 20 minutes. She's gonna be like, "All right, what are you telling him?" <laughs> a list on my so phone. Funny. Make this comment, that comment, this comment. Make that because say this. to be fair, I don't even consider him a heel. He's the ultimate. I'm a baby face if you ask me. Diana, uh, Diana looks at wrestling through a Jericho tinted lens. Uh, perhaps Jericho perhaps. is a J-S. baby face. <laughs> just, that's the biggest baby face. He is just in, a, in a what is lawful and orderly. That's true. He's a man what's of, wrong with that? He's a man of order. Exactly. Um, I do really like how I do really like the the insults and like the fighting. It. There's like a level of storytelling that's really interesting to me. It's kind of yes, like acting. exactly yes, and, or like theater, but it, is. it looks like people get really, really hurt. Yeah, it's like theater that's exactly that's awesome. what it is. painful theater. Yeah, uh, in, the, in, a, in a good way. I mean, yeah. well, I get it. You do, well, you know, I have to pop in there. Um, Last week, one of the places we uh, we shot at, I think I made a comment and the guy wasn't a fan of AEW. Mm-hmm. Well, I finally actually talked to him about it right after we wrapped out filming. And he's an, uh, he's a wrestler himself. And he's like, well, it's not that I hate it. He's like, I just feel, you know, he, he has his own opinions, but it's fascinating. And he was like saying that he thinks that, you know, AEW is kind of like the Wild West. You know, and he's like, you know, it's kind of like, he's like, they're doing all these crazy moves and it's really crazy and it's insane. So I'm like, all right, now I want to find out what's, what are these crazy moves and what's, you know, what's the difference? But anyways, I digress. 
Yeah, you do. Is it kind of like how like... you're digressing like a motherfucker? I'm sorry, I am doing a lot right now. I love it. I love. Is it. it like in the same way as like a stunt double knows how to kind of like fall or like throw some somebody without getting hurt? Do they do kind of that same thing here, or do people really do get seriously hurt in this? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, they all know how to kind of take a fall. Uh, they're all trained to kind of take a bump. That's what uh, it's called in wrestling. And uh, but also sometimes they get hurt. You know, yeah, the stuff, always happens, the stuff hurts. Sure. You know, yeah, Stu- the the one with the two girls. I was like, damn. Did y'all really see pictures hard. of Mosh- Moshley's back? Oh my god, I did. Oh. I saw it. Pull that up, Ernest, so that we can talk about that when we get when we get there. Yeah, it's okay. uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, His back looks nuts. We do, uh, we do have a video airing. This is the second of the four pillars kind of uh, video segments that air. Uh, Sammy Guevara uh, is is now talking, and Chris Jericho and Ty Mello uh, kind of put them over as the highlights run. And uh, it's cool, Sammy. Uh, you know, Sammy, he's he's a heel, but he it's kind of a babyface segment. You know, he says if any kids are watching and they have dreams. And people say it can't happen. It can if you go for it. And uh, I thought it painted Sammy in a super duper baby face light, which uh, it really did. I love uh, this. I I think I like Sammy better as a baby face. I do too. I always have. I I, I would love to see him go back that way. He was very adorable back then. Me, me he, he's cute as a as a heel, but I just I don't buy it as much. Like he seems sweet. You know, he's actually more of a natural baby face. I yeah, think. I think so. Um. Uh, Excalibur kind of talks about Tony Khan having a lot of unexpected visitors and then they throw to Tony Khan, uh, my, my fave. Uh, I love, I love, I love <laughs> when they face, throw like his eyes. He just looks like startled. He constantly. looks, he looks like scared and satisfied at the same time. It's I love it. <laughs> very strange dynamic that's going on. Uh, Tony Khan goes on to say, uh, it's one of the best dynamite lineups they've ever had. Uh, Diana doesn't agree, but Tony's <laughs> really t- Tony's really put it lacking over. something. I can't put my finger. I know. I think I know. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he said there's stars in the back lined up looking to wrestle. Uh, he says clear more than ever that AEW can produce a lot of great content and even more every week. Uh, he says there's going to wait for it. There's going to be a huge announcement. What on, on Dynamite? You don't say. This mother <laughs> this motherfucker had an announcement. To announce an announcement, <laughs> I'm like, well, what Britney are we? Doing? What are we doing here? This is, uh, it's a, uh, it's. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. Uh, spoiler alert: There's going to be a Saturday show. <gasps> what? Called Collision. It's going to debut in the middle of June, and they are most likely going to announce the return of CM Punk next week. Uh, it is. It's going to happen, you guys. CM Punk is coming back. And they're going to announce it probably hyped. next week. So hyped. Uh, I'm excited. I'm a CM Punk guy. I, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting. Are y'all uh, going to be watching Saturdays? Fuck yeah. Kidding Do me? we have to update this pod and have like a think, recap of both? I think we're going to have to do a four hour fucking podcast now <laughs> where we talk about all the AEW shit. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, it's true. This podcast might have to reformat. <gasps> we could talk. Uh, we could talk later about it. But I, I have ideas. 
Interesting. Yep. And okay. uh, we'll have to we'll have to catch up. Um, uh, Brendan, are you excited about CM Punk coming back? Weirdly Do you know anything about CM Punk? <laughs> Just what you guys have told me, but I'm kind of I excited because. Well, well, yeah, no, we 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 got to catch up on a lot. Um, I only mean about CM Punk right now. <laughs> oh, but other stuff too, I, I guess. <laughs> but I'm excited because you know everything will kind of change up a little bit with the Saturday show if they do that. You oh, know? I so know. It's like it's, for me, it's just like I'm just fat. I I love you know trying new things and when things kind of switch it up a bit and just kind of seeing. I love to see everyone kind of panic and be like, oh my god. Um. So I just I think that'll all be really cool and I think it'll be really fun and I think this is a good thing for them. You know, it's. I don't know. I'm a little apprehensive, honestly. I'm scared it's gonna like split it up too much. You know. So does that make sense? It's gonna. There's definitely definitely gonna split it up. Uh, but like too much you know because i know for like 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 cm punk for example like does not want to be with certain people etc etc i'm sure we'll get crossover right exactly but like i don't i don't want to see certain people on certain days only you know here here's the weird thing uh i think tony khan is in a real weird spot with the cm punk thing because i know that they're they're signing a new tv deal and i know that warner brothers uh time warner has been one of the reasons they're doing this extended tv deal is because they want cm punk on television so tony khan's in a rock and a hard place here where he's like i want this to be a profitable business i want us to have a long-term tv deal and having CM Punk on the roster is a big part of that. So uh, I agree with you, Diana. It's going to cause some issues because I understand it's like, no, we built this from the ground up, blah, blah, blah. And that's awesome. But at the same time, it's like Tony Khan's like, well, I do have this guy on the roster. And if we're going to get a lot of money and a lot of opportunities to expand, if we use them, you can't really look a gift horse in the mouth. You know what I mean? So it's a weird sitch. We'll see. I mean, maybe it does end up being just like double the fun, I guess, because like Rampage is cool, but it's, it's definitely not at the height of dynamite. Uh, Trust me. Rampage is going to be like Sunday night heat in (laughs) in, in no time. Like I'm not even sure how sustainable that is true 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 i didn't even think about that shit oh lord i guess we'll just see what happens <laughs> as always we're gonna see it's gonna it's, it's gonna happen whether i like it or not so we'll, we'll write it out and see how it goes it could end up being cool they also like they're all adults i think they can maybe they end up growing up a little bit and deciding that yeah you, know, you don't work with a lot of people that you you don't always work with the people you like you know uh I am not banking on that happening. <laughs> I don't bank on that either because uh, this is pro wrestling. So, um, you know, they're not working at Starbucks and being like, oh, I hate working with Maurice, you know? <laughs> so it's it's not a fucking thing. Fucking Maurice, man. Ma- Maurice is always fucking things up. Um, <laughs> anyway. I had a Maurice when I worked at Starbucks in like 2016. <laughs> we, we've all had a Maurice. That was. We, I feel like I was the Maurice. 
Uh, that's you? better. <laughs> no. Better. The, the one fucking everybody, everything up. Yeah, I think that was me. Yep, the heel, the heel, the think they're a baby face. That's Diana, that's Diana right there. That's definitely me. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna. This is unbelievable. But uh, 41 minutes into the episode, we finally get our second match. It's uh, holy oh, crap! I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of talky 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 on this. Wow. One. Uh, Orange Cassidy yeah, takes. Maybe, on. I bet that's part of why it doesn't feel pay per view. It's not just lack of Jericho. I There's, think you're right. Yeah, that's a long time to go without another match. A lot of chat. Soap opera. Seriously. <laughs> Literally. Ex- extra this week. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Daniel Garcia it's for the AW International Championship. Uh, you know, this is a good match. Uh, my girlfriend, I have to say, who loves Orange Cassidy, looked at me and was like, I think it's time for him to drop that belt. <gasps> I'm like, wow. 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 Your girlfriend's a traitorous bitch. Out of nowhere. I was like, <laughs> dang, dang, Alicia. Um, so, anywho, 13 minutes, very solid match. Uh, Cassidy barely, barely gets out of this one with the belt. Uh, Danny Garcia sure has been putting a lot of people over lately. Got to say that. Uh, I would like to see him go on a monstrous run uh, because I think he's so talented, but very good match. Orange Cassidy retains. Uh, Any particular thoughts on this one? I loved Orange Cassidy coming out and like chilling with the kids that were dressed up like him and shit as he does. Adorable. And I love, I know, I know. He so is. And I love, Daniel Garcia like this match was amazing really and good. together they're amazing and him just Daniel Garcia running around screaming sports entertainment <laughs> just like at all the weirdest times I don't know it just it that cracks me up but he's funny he's got such a he's got a wit about him I know like like he has changed so much in my eyes since he first came out and in a very good way however I feel like they're setting it up for him to abandon the sports entertainment thing and go back to I'm a pure wrestler they're setting that shut up I think and I don't want that I love him as a sports entertainer yeah his little I, dancing and shit I love it yeah, his dancing is, cracks, so me up, cracks me up every week <laughs> uh, and br- just pure wrestling this is a great match just for that like I've said I said it a, a bunch of times on the show I can't remember the last time Orange Cassidy had a bad match true always man this has that's really like, good matches. He didn't drop the belt. Like he fucking earned that shit. I he agree. deserves it. I agree. Brendan, uh, any particular thoughts on this Daniel Garcia versus Orange Cassidy match? Or is I, it- I enjoyed it. It reminded me of something that you would see in like Top Gun. Maybe that's just because Orange what? Cassidy reminds me of someone you'd see in Top Gun. Yeah, I he's think got the glasses. He's got the aviator shades on. Yes. Yeah, and the jeans and all that. <laughs> like Tom Cruise. I guess that's true, actually. Huh. Uh, yes, 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 yes. The one with the jeans. Yes, yeah. Very uh, Top Gun for you. Yes, yes. Very volleyball scene. Slow it's motion. True. Why are you guys really very homoerotic? <laughs> all the things. Beautiful. He's so much cooler than Top Gun. This he's, is he's Maverick. <laughs> again, this is this is content you don't get on other wrestling podcasts. <laughs> you are why, welcome. Ireland is, loves it. This is why we're, we were the number six wrestling podcast in Ireland this week. Ireland. This is why it's uh, for this this kind of content. Uh, next up, 
we had a video package. It said that the outcasts, uh, they're reacting to the return of Hikir Shida. Uh, they said if they ever have a six-woman match, their arms will be raised. I, lo- I loved it. It was like, if we ever end up in a six-woman tag team, I was like, uh, <laughs> you're kind of setting, setting us up for a six-woman tag team match, aren't you? What? So, that didn't occur to me. Said it can't, can't happen tonight, though, because Hikir Shida already went back to Japan. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, they are setting us up for uh, the outcasts versus the uh, the, the homegrowns. I, is that what they're calling? I don't know what they're calling them. The, the, I think the, it's homegrowns, right? Homegrowns? We'll, we'll call them the homegrowns. We'll call that. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Christian Cage's music plays, and he walks out. And I got to tell you, Detroit sure hated Christian Cage. It was amazing. Oh, I have watched that promo like God. four times. At least, I think, because he it was so good. Uh, I gotta give Christian a lot of credit here because he plowed right through his promo, even though he was getting just thermo nuclear heat from Dude, the crowd. He was loving it. It was it so was good. unreal. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, asshole. Chance, uh, and you know he cuts a classic Christian Cage heel promo. Uh, and then I love at the end, he's like, I'm going to spit in Wardlow's face. I'm going to show him his days are over. And then he's all, in Detroit, you can kiss my ass. And then just, <laughs> and just throws the Bravo. mic down. I'm like, Bravo. Uh, <laughs> unreal. Uh, just very, uh, very good shit. Um, but yeah, boy, did he get some fucking thermonuclear heat. Uh, and going for the dad thing. I know. And say, like, your dad's not even worth talking about. No one cares about him. I know. He's all, your dad wasn't famous. I was like, dang, dude. This is like, dude, he is harsh. Very harsh. Yeah, he's I mean, talking about that. Who's Jungle Boy? Uh, Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son who has, like, yes, really curly I, hair. I went to high school with him. Wait, what? You did not. Yeah, I did. Are you serious? Yes, did you go to Beverly 100%. High? No, I went to Champstar High School. Uh, what was he like in high school? Wait, what? <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna say since this is gonna be public. But I went hundred yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his sister too. I went to high school Wait, with both really? of them. Yes, Are you serious? I'm being a hum- oh my god. Why would his I sister, lie about si- this? His sister's his sister on the lot. She's what? on, like, when he's doing his matches, she's often there. With, yeah, like, she's yeah. inside. Yeah. I went to high school with both of them. Yeah. This happened. Sure he has one, one juicy tidbit, something. He, um. Well, he... We'll, I remember, we'll cut, like, we'll he cut it did, out. I'm just kidding. We never cut anything Well, out. he was um, <laughs> he was doing wrestling, I think, like, right after his senior year, I remember. That's what he was talking um, about tonight, or on this episode. Yeah, but I remember, but he was like, he was kind of an asshole. Shut up. How dare you? No, he was, he was not oh. nice. Oh, shit. Wow. I mean, actually, but I, but like, I didn't really know him that well. I but mean, I people do change. Remember. High school's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess we were all awful, but he was, but yeah, that's why I was looking up. I was like, I had no, I was like, what? That's so but funny. Yeah, definitely went, yeah. Champs Charter High School represent LA Ch- boys. <laughs> Ch- Jungle Boy. 
the most i loved it the coincidence is like yes what other podcast does it happen wow you know what's funny is that in one of the promos a couple of weeks ago when the four pillars were facing off darby allen says yeah at some point everybody's gonna get to know what i know about you and that's your big asshole and i'm like oh wait (laughs) oh my god now it kind of makes sense. No uh, way, fuck. Oh, yeah. you guys, no. He's, he's super, super sweet. <laughs> Listen, uh, yes, he's super sweet. Jungle boy. <laughs> Very nice guy. Jungle boy. His uh, um, I do love I do love uh, his sister though. Oh man. I you were banned from my pod for his. so many reasons, dude. Seth. <laughs> Seth, you're in light, you're enlightening us. I'll <laughs> never I'll never look at Jungle Boy Jack Perry the same way. Um, you were in a you were in a play with his sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, with you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> so you know, Seth. So back to the show. Seth doing a run in has brought us more information than we thought we were. I know. Today. Wow, you are a special guest for real. Um. Next up, we have the third of the four pillars uh, video segments. Darby Allen says his uh, pur- purpose in life, he knew early. His purpose in life wasn't washing dishes or cleaning toilets at the 99 cent store. He knew he wanted to be a pro wrestler. Uh, this is good stuff. Sting puts him over. Uh, I love Darby Allen. I love everything he represents. Uh, somebody that's just has fucking done it his own way. And Hell uh, yeah. Love that out, shit. Out of, out of all the pillars, uh, you know, I think – you know, along with MJF, I think Darby has, you know, possibly the brightest future out of all of them. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I hope he gets a chance at some point in the, in the next year or so to hold the big strap. Uh, we will see. Um, wow, really? You think he's ready for that? I don't think he's ready right now, but I think he could be. Wow. You know, he connects. Right. He definitely connects uh, with with the crowd. You know, he really that's true there's just something special about that kid i don't know what it is um next up we got julia hart taking on anna j-a-s she's got a fat ass and a bad attitude um anna j and julia hart now here's the thing with julia hart you know she's this might be her first match proper singles match on dynamite i don't recall it was it really was it was ever seeing her again uh uh or, or or before this so uh, Julia Hart's improved a lot. Uh, this match is is good. It's a good match. I think uh, you know Anna Jay is obviously a little bit further along than Julia Hart. You can see her kind of carrying her a little bit in this match. But yeah. uh, uh, Julia Hart gets the W. Uh, Anna Jay takes the uh, does the J O B. And uh, but yeah, a good match. They gave him ten minutes, and I thought I thought it was fun. You know, and I think this is the start of Julia Hart getting a little bit of a push because they uh, they put her over Anna J. You know, yeah, I loved her intro. Intro like, was I, dope. I, I was actually sad that that Anna J. interrupted her. She interrupted <laughs> her. Um, yeah, Anna J. Uh, yeah, Anna J.'s got a little bit of an edge to her right now. Uh, I do have to say, and we didn't mention earlier, Anna J. cut the cringiest promo. Uh, <laughs> it must have been a couple of segments ago and I didn't have it in my notes but Anna Jay's promo for this match was cringe city if you if, wait uh, what 
what? Okay, so let me explain how I watched this episode. I was flying and I paid thirty damn dollars for Wi-Fi that barely worked. So like it was in and out sporadic. So I tried to catch up as much as I could tonight, but I did miss that. Like, what did she do? I have to oh go back my god, you YouTube it. It is the why? What is cringy? Give me give me one example of why it's it's cringy. just really clunky oh. and it's really poorly acted and it's just whoa okay I, i'm in I, i'm gonna watch I, it i was like <laughs> i was like what is happening it was uh yeah it was whew. yeah definitely youtube it, it's uh it's worth it it's worth that trip and down the youtube rabbit hole um brendan and seth mm. would you would you guys think of this one so, you know, I've been saying for months and I told Seth, I was like, you know, this is something it, it's different, you know, because like I remember seeing her there. She was there. It was like background in a, in, in a movie. She was the chair. You know, every, every episode you <laughs> see the couch. And then years later, the couch, you know, talks and does something. But I... I enjoyed it. Um, wow. Honestly, I thought you would be like off the wall excited about this one. I was, but I, but I'm also, I, I got into a screaming match with film LA. So like, you know, Always I'm a little puttered out today, but um, um, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought when she, she, took out all of those chairs from mm-hmm. underneath the stage yeah. and just like threw her on it. I was, I was like, damn, that must have hurt. And then when yeah. she just put that trash can over her yes. head and like started beating on her, I was like, I kind of felt sorry. I don't, I'm not sure which one was which, but the one with the trash can on the head, I was like, that girl, was that was Julia. you're, she was, yeah, she was getting the worst of it. But then she won. Isn't wrestling amazing? Got the W. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a trick that we. You can never know what's gonna happen. Shush, shush, mm-hmm. shush. When we... no, shush. no, it's. Uh, Move on, Brendan. Move on. Commercial break. If they're winning during a commercial break, they ain't gonna win the match. Oh. Oh. Diana taught me that. That is true. I mean... No one's no one's gonna lose during the picture in a picture. Yeah. It's not there's... gonna happen. Well, it's more like it, if it's going well for somebody in picture in picture, it's not going to go well for when they get back. <laughs> yep. A thousand percent. It's Tricks unfortunate of the that trade. we noticed that. <laughs> uh, but Diana, wrestling's real. Uh, exactly. That's why I told Brenda to move the fuck on. It's just a coincidence. The stuff's not stuff's not predetermined. I um, actually found that <clears> two <throat> places where that didn't hold, hold up. So. Okay. So, <laughs> so you never know. It's anecdotal. But wrestling it's just, like, is real. The characters and like the scriptedness of like their beefs that are scripted, kind of. Or is yeah. that all real too? It's all oh. real, like one hundred percent, all of it. Oh, Diana! So, um, let me believe, man. There's so, a video of Kathy Bates going lies, and that's playing in my head over and over. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> We have, we have Renee Paquette. She's interviewing the best friends with Bandito. And uh, Trent says they're going to win tonight. They're going to win the big one. Renee said there's the open house rules. That means you get to pick the stipulation. 
Chuck says he didn't know that. Apparently, he doesn't watch Dynamite. Uh, Trent says all witches are banned from ringside uh, because she's just too damn spooky. Uh, I, I do have to say that this is like kind of the house rules is kind of a cool thing. And so it kind of bummed me out that they didn't pick a serious stipulation to go with it since it's the first one with these new house rules. Uh, but I'm going to let it go. One thing I loved House of Black comes they're building. House of Black comes out. They're going against uh, the, the best friends of Bandito for the trios titles. Uh, the house lights were turned off, so the crowd wasn't even visible. It looked like a 70s wrestling match. I fucking cool. loved it. Yeah. I thought it looked so cool. It looked like you were watching like literally like an old territory match. It was I fucking loved it. I was like, wow, why haven't they been doing this? Uh, I know. That's how yeah. I'd want my matches. It was so <laughs> dope. Uh, House of Black ends up getting the win in eight minutes, and uh, uh, they uh, finish Chuck with Dante's Inferno. Uh, good stuff. House of Black are super duper over right now. Uh, I think they're technically supposed to be the heels, but they were getting all the babyface love from the crowd. Uh, crowd loves House of Black. We love House of Black. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, thought the presentation was awesome, and it was good shit. Uh, be- before uh, before we kind of go go any further they do cut to orange Cassidy, who had been knocked out uh the camera then shows kyle fletcher from ozzy open kind of standing over him holding his two belts and then he picks up the uh, aw international title uh they hold the camera on kyle fletcher for like 10 seconds too long where he's just like looking into the camera and like please cut away this uh <laughs> this feels feels weird now uh <laughs> I think they're uh, they're building up uh, very slowly to set up some uh, uh, interesting rivalries for Forbidden Door Two, uh, which is coming up in a, a few months. Uh, this is uh, it's interesting to think of Kyle Fletcher taking on Orange Cassidy, but is he going to beat Orange Cassidy for the title? Man, uh, probably, probably not. I don't think so. Really, I think it's possible, man. But... It is a credible. It's a credible threat. For it sure. is. It- it makes me too nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it, it was, you know, all the House of Black stuff, all the Orange Cassidy stuff. I'm here for it. never going to complain about any of those guys. Um, we do finally have the uh, Jungle Boy, the the asshole, uh, the jungle- super nice fellow who was yeah. kind. Oh, I feel bad. I'm it's sure. Fine. I'm sure it's he's fine. a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, this- I okay. Personally, because I just didn't know him that well. Like, we were in different friend groups. But, yeah. You know, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy is getting a lot of heat right now uh, for some comments and how he handled himself at a panel event over in the UK. Really? Uh, what? I haven't, I haven't heard about this at all. Hold up. Spill the tea. Yeah. So, uh, it was it was Jungle Boy and uh, Anna Jay, and they were doing like uh, they were all sitting in the ring and having this kind of panel discussion at some wrestling. I think they were hyping up the UK event, and uh, somebody asked Jungle Boy, they were like, uh, "How would you feel about a, a feud with CM Punk?" And he kind of was like, he looked real awkward. And was like, "I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that." Like, um, there's a lot of people I'd like to wrestle. And people were saying that Jungle Boy came off kind of uh, um, like an asshole or dismissive, uh, which now kind of goes along with a threat. He's been an asshole for years now. Uh, 
but uh, I don't oh think goodness. that's a very controversial statement. Like, it's, didn't it's, he? Was it because I remember when he first started wrestling before I guess he started AEW? Was it the way that he started? Like he was, didn't he like bet a lot of money to like wrestle somebody and like that's how he got traction? But he was like being like a bad boy about it. I don't know. He was being a bad boy. Uh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I know he's being naughty. Um, here's a, here's the thing. I can just say he's always had the same hair. He had that hair in high school too. He's always been sporting that jungle boy looks. It's a luscious, some luscious locks. Um, yeah, jealous. I, I I will say this. Uh, I think that that question put Jungle Boy in a weird position. Uh, because he doesn't want to spoil anything by being like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be in a feud of CM Punk, you know, because they haven't announced that he's coming back yet. So he's in a... He's in it a, seemed like very neutral. He's in a strange... He, he didn't know what, how to answer it, and he fucking handled it however he thought he could handle it. I don't, I don't think there's... But he is getting he's getting some heat from the internet heads, but, you know, the internet yeah. heads are... People are just all, like to get mad about everything. They're always looking to get mad. Uh, I did... I did like his vignette. Uh, I think uh, it, it was cool. He kind of gave everybody their flowers, even though he said MJF only wrestles about four times a year. And he, he never wanted to sing show tunes on TV. He wanted to be the best pro wrestler. Uh, he, uh, But he does say the match I, is going to be spectacular. Four hungry guys all wanting to prove they're the best. Diana, go ahead. I mean, that, that show tunes thing was really good, though, when they did oh, that. Very cute. It was great. Um. But yeah, I liked uh, I, I liked the four vignettes. I thought it kind of put everybody's backstory over, which was cool. Um, Rampage, which is uh, happening tomorrow, is it happening tomorrow or Saturday? Saturday this week. I get it so confused. The NBA playoffs has messed up the, uh, the. Honestly, they're doing it because of our show came back and it's on Friday night. So, like, thank you, Tony Khan. It's very thoughtful. That's good point. Really nice of him. Had, hadn't even thought of that, but. Rampage has a lot of great matches on it. The acclaimed and Billy Gunn versus Kip Sabian and Butcher and the Blade. Uh, Kyle Fletcher from Aussie Open taking on Action and Dreddy. Tony Storm taking on one of my faves, Allison Kay from the, the NWA and an indie star. I can't wait to see Allison Kay on AEW. I think that's so fucking cool. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Brian Cage taking on uh, The Dark Order. And uh, The Guns are going to talk, which we haven't heard from The Guns much since they dropped them straps. Uh, also on Dynamite, they talk about Ricky Starks taking on Jay White, Roderick Strong uh, taking on Chris Jericho, The Outcast versus Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, and you guessed it, Hikaru Shida. Uh, they also do a vignette that's kind of hyping up the uh, Ricky Starks Jay White match. Uh, and then they lower the cage. We're about to get to the main event. Um, it's Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a cage match. What could possibly uh, be better than this. It's going to be great, right? Uh, they have an absolute violent barn burner of a cage match. Uh, so many great spots. Uh, I will say this. I'm used to seeing Kenny Omega in like kind of smooth wrestling matches. So it was very interesting to see the hardcore element. Uh, but I, I do think Mox and uh, Omega have good, uh, good chemistry. It's very violent. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good shit uh, for the most part. And they gave them, here's, here's my problem. 
Okay. Give, give them more than 14 minutes. You know, it's the main event cage match between two legends. You know, agree. Give, give them a There's little that bit. That and the time. ending. He's the not, not a huge fan. Is no. asking for a 30 minute finale like too much? Or no. Like much? no, this is worth 30 minutes. I would have loved it. Okay. I, I think they would have been able to tell. They the could have cut down some of the talking and given them more time. Right. The story would have come off even better. Uh, you know, if you give them a 30 minutes to kind of really tell the story and kind of tease what was going to happen. Uh, bottom line is this, Kenny Omega tries to get the one winged angel, gets it on, uh, on Moxley. He's going for the, uh, for the pin. And then what happens much as I had predicted only three episodes ago, Don Callis turned. Did you really? I did. I don't remember that. Oh turned God. On, I'm going to look that up. Turned on Kenny Omega, uh, hit some of the screwdriver. Uh, Brian Danielson, who was on commentary the whole time, looked just the biggest shit-eating grin on his oh face. Oh, my God. He was adorable. He was so excited. And you know Takeshita is going to join the Blackpool Combat Club again. Much no, uh, much like I had predicted. You're too good for that, Takeshita. Um, this, uh, <laughs> here's the weird thing. Uh Don Callis, there wasn't nearly like he just kind of appeared. It's like give a little bit of a tease, you know what I mean? Like give him a little bit more time. It seemed super forced, and it uh, it it bothered me. Uh, Also, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I hope they uh, explain this a little bit more. I'm sure they will. He did that whisper thing that we don't really know what he said. Like, I, I think they will probably flesh it out a bit more. But just as an ending to this otherwise just fucking phenomenal match, it kind of it bothered me a little bit. A little bit of a letdown. Yeah, it. I thought the uh, I thought the end came off real forced. I think that's the, the perfect that's way the word of the day <laughs> to do it. It was a little forced. Uh, Don Callis ends up kind of saying something to him, like he said, and then. He can't hit him in the head with the uh, the screwdriver, but he kisses his forehead before shoving him down. It was it was all, all very, very strange. Weird. It was <laughs> it was strange. It was uh, it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and then you know Moxley's kind of like you know just taking it all in, feeling very. I know proud he's like, well, all right then. Yeah, he's just like, okay, I guess that's a thing that happened. Whatever got the W. <laughs> uh, I, I do okay. I want to hate Mox. But he impossible. was adorable in that goofy shit. It's impossible because he's he. First off, he comes off like a legitimate psychotic badass. <laughs> he's just he's just so good at playing his character. Whether he's a babyface or a heel, it doesn't matter. He doesn't even change his actions that much. Exactly. He's, he's just, just kind of like whatever. There, doing, what, doing his doing, thing, doing what he does. And uh, I yeah, showed up. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a big Moxley fan, and uh, I love Kenny Omega too. Uh, so we'll see. I guess we're going to see what happens. Uh, but the 14 minutes, you got a lot of violence in that 14 minutes. Uh, That's Brendan, true. Brendan, you like violence. What would you think? Bro, you have no idea. Um, I thought, I mean, I, you know, having been gone for about a week, you know, I, this was great. This was a great way to end the night. And I thought it was great. And especially, I think the fact that, I don't know, this is the second second or third cage match I've seen, including the one they did at WWE. 
And I feel like every time they bring in a cage, I don't know why. It's like, you know, you can still go in and out, but it's it ups the intensity, you know? It does. It does, for sure. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the spot where uh, Kenny Omega goes to give the V trigger to Moxley and then they fly through the cage. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. it. Such a good spot. Kenny Omega crotches himself on the cage a little bit. It's uh, it's good shit. And the and the the ropes, the fucking oh, the ropes came down. Then he was kind of fish hooking them with the uh, yes, dude, that was gnarly, man. Even though Kenny Omega was like definitely like helping the fish hook along. That's your mouth. Like, he's like, here's he where my mouth is. To stop it. <laughs> Please put this in my mouth properly, as so I don't lose any teeth. Uh, yeah it was that but uh yeah i'm sure we will see it unfold over the next couple of weeks what exactly is happening uh i'm excited to see next week's uh dynamite uh see the big announcement uh see whether are you excited about the big announcement i'm excited because i'm curious as to whether they announce the cm punks coming back because i think they should to pop a rating uh but also right before i pay for you huh right Mm -hmm. but i also think like uh, it would be cool to just kind of not mention that and have CM Punk show up. That would be a surprise. Either way, it's in Chicago, that first uh, taping of Collision. So CM Punk's going to get a fat old baby face pop. So uh, we will, but I, I'm curious to see if CM Punk gets a baby face pop elsewhere. Uh, which me I, too. Like, how do people feel about him now? Uh, Interesting. I think other than Chicago, some markets have probably changed their opinion about CM I think Punk so over the last year. So uh we will see. But that was the main event. We're dynamite is done. We're done. Uh we do have some awards to uh to give out. I would also say we need to discuss science. There are some mega good ones there. Oh, Y'all yeah. notice that. You know, I, I wish I was paying attention more to the science. Oh, but if you have a notable one. Dude, no, I have, there are so many, like, like, this was a great crowd, and they came with signs, like, like, the the one that we kept seeing was the the one right behind them that said, it's pop, not soda. Oh, I love that one, I did see that one. very adamant about that, which, by the way, bugged me, because I fucking hate when people say pop, and also, it's not soda either, I'm from the South, so it's Coke, like, everything's a Coke, Coke. I agree, everything's, my whole family's from the South, right you know what i mean right my whole family's from the south and they're all they always have called it coke there's interesting one of my one of my friends has that too and i was like that's the weirdest thing (laughs) i feel like pop is weird the first few people i heard say that i'm like what are you talking about yeah pop is so minnesota i just know soda but i grew up in la so soda pop always been like you know get a soda or like a large drink but I, I I do know some like Midwest people that say pop. Yeah, pop. Mm-hmm. Pop always pop always makes me think of Minnesota. Yeah. There's there's also a sign that was like um it just it was just an orange cardboard paper, you know? It just said best orange Cassidy sign. <laughs> oh, I love it. And there's like a picture in picture where they had like cut out a hole so they look like they were in picture in picture. It was there are some really creative signs on this one that's that's it <laughs> i love that so so we, we have our uh john holmes, our award john holmes dick of the week uh who are you going with this week diana oh man see like 
different points. I thought different things, but ultimately I'm going to go with Don Chalice because not only was that a dick move, but he also ruined a really great match. So fuck you, Don Chalice. You even beat out Claudio. That's saying a lot. Yeah, I've got I've got co-winners this week. It's uh it's Don and it's Christian Cage. Christian uh, Cage is up there too, man. He was so Christian, good. Christian, just more than anything, just the crowd reaction to his promo was uh it was Chef's Kiss perfect. Uh Brendan and Seth. So Seth, we do uh, awards at the end of every show. <laughs> and, and this is the John Holmes Stick of the Week Award. Yeah, I know you're gonna okay. go with Jungle Boy. <laughs> For, for his high school days. Seth, okay. Seth, you should start forgiving Jungle Boy. You know, it's been I'm some years. Feeling attacked. Um, Welcome to like the show. A trash can on my head, and I'm being beat. <laughs> Are you talking though while you're being beat? Because if you're not, if you're not talking while like the trash can's getting hit, then you're dressed like Julia Hart. Um, Dang. Anyways, um, but no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, you know that was. You know, that was a long time ago. And you know what? I, I, you know, he's successful, gorgeous, and I'm sure he's a lovely person. He's, and I just looked, because I looked him up because I'm like so curious. And I d- didn't realize he's dating Anna, Anna J. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool for him. And you know what? <laughs> This is not passive aggressive at all. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't really know too much about the Dick Award, but I did love Anna J and Julia something well, something. I love you can them. do that. That's a later award. Brendan. Oh, Brendan, who's your dick of the week? Brendan, let's get your dick. That sounded <laughs> dirtier than I meant it to. Y- y'all, y'all. Who Diane? Who is it? Who? who you oh know. yeah, never mind. MJF was on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'll go with that. MJF. Yes, it's the right. one with the scarf. Yes, October twenty fifth. That one. Ox- uh, MJF has won uh, this award. With this is the twenty third episode. I think MJF has won the award. Twenty two. At, at least eighty nine. <laughs> 90% of the times from uh, from Brendan. But sometimes they'll be a, an outlier. Every now and again, you know, every yeah. now and again. So uh, we had the Dewey Riley Hero of the Week Award. Hero of the Week. Julia Hart. Julia for what? Hart. For just existing? For, for uh, daring no. to. She got no, the win, for too. Finally, for actually, no, for finally um, climbing up the ranks, because I'm sure she had a lot to Aww. do. And actually getting on, you know, like on to the Being show. Being on so, Diamond. Yeah, so for showing yeah. up. Yeah, so it's like whether, like, is she a hero? I don't think she's had a heroic moment per se, but like the journey, <laughs> you know, but like the journey, you know, it's about the journey, so. Well, I'm going to go with the Young Bucks because they came out to save Kitty. And we're uh, fucking beating the shit out of Claudia, which I enjoy. So thank you for that. They didn't have to do that. They did it because they're heroes. <laughs> heroes. They are heroes. Cheers. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I will say my hero of the week this week. Uh, and this is, uh, I got to say, this was a heel dominated episode. Of the it show. really was. It was uh, hard to, to get a hero in this one for sure. Yeah. I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy. 
He was my and second. He gets the uh, he retains the AW strap, and you know he's nice to kids. He's just a he's a delightful chap. He is. Uh, so he's our Dewey Riley. He's the Dewey Riley of AEW. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give him uh, my hero of the week. And uh, Diana, what's next up? Uh, the Freddie versus Jason Jason match or showdown of the week award. Okay, for me, it's got to be Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Uh, it was uh, too short for my for my liking. But anytime you got two legends in a cage match, I'm going to be there for it. So, so I thought that was going to be it, hands down. And it's definitely deserving of it. But given, like you said, the rushing of it and the ending, I think I'm going to give mine to Orange Cassidy, Daniel Garcia. Good. I just thought good. that was a really fun, really good, pure match. I just really enjoyed. That would have been second for me. Yeah, and and the and the main event's the second for me. So whatever, they're both great. <laughs> Who you Brendan? got, Brendan? You there? You no, know, I'm here. I'm thinking. Oh Lord! I'm thinking. You always I'm know thinking. we're gonna ask this. We're almost to the end, Brendan. <laughs> I know no. you're tired. I'm like. I'm thinking I'm fading, but I'm thinking at the same time. Um, I'm going to say it's Anna J for you. Dang, Diana just straight up came up with a showdown She's for like, Brendan. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> Is it you've been waiting for Julia Hart forever and it was great? Claudio and Ray Phoenix was really good too. That's true, but it's Claudio, so no. You know, I really enjoyed, like, I I think I could give it to Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that was a good that was a good match. All yeah, right. Wow. It it because it was just as much as I liked the spectacle, I think just because I'm so like busy, I like just kind of the basic, simple, you know, just straightforward. You know, and that was nice. Oh Brendan. Wow. Oh Brendan. Uh, don't ever change. What a swerve. I know. Uh, I gotta keep everyone on their toes. <laughs> this uh, this uh, this episode for me, we'll, we'll go ahead and and, uh, and rate it, and I think we could use uh, turnbuckle hooks. <laughs> oh yes, we should. Uh, turnbuckle hooks. Uh, <laughs> you know, on paper, this looked like it was going to be a really really great uh, episode of Dynamite. Uh, in execution, I thought it was only okay. Uh, I'm going to go with four turnbuckle hooks. Same. Four for me. I'm going to give it a three. Brendan, I, I think that's fair. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to exclaim. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of talking. It, yes, it's, you know, it reminded me of the movies that I make where they give us a script and you, half the movie's talking and there's 10 minutes of action and you have to spread out for the whole movie and it's just like come on guys why it seems to me like a supplemental episode you know you know, you know what it was like it was like they took a, a wrestling card and they typed it into ai <laughs> and then this is what this is what we ended up with this is like the ai just ai would have known to put jericho in there you're right that is very true. I think that's how we, we know it's human. It's flawed. Did we somehow, at the very last minute, lose Brendan? Did we? 
I think Brendan's he's back. Brendan's connecting to our audio. <laughs> sorry, I my sorry, my laptop literally, I think the Wi-Fi just went down for a second. I was like, All right of a sudden at the you end, guys just cut out. You know, it felt the same this way. It was Brendan <laughs> was suddenly gone. And uh we were like, now what do we do? Brendan has uh, dis- disappeared. Uh, the ghost gave it also three. Uh, wow. Ghost did not like it. So we ended up with a, a great Seth? Seth, what, Seth, what do you give it? You're going to spike our rating here. Um, You know, I'll raise you guys into a 4.5. Oh, wow. 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 Seth. Just because you know Julia Hart. Oh. It was just so fierce, and that it. really brought that really brought me home. And wow. the chairs, I love a prop. So, <laughs> so here's the difference. So, to go. a newbie, I bet that is an amazing episode. You know what I mean? Like, if if yeah. you weren't so used to the the quality of product that we are just yeah spoiled we're with sp- every spoiled. week, then you're like, wow, this is amazing. But we're like, oh. This was fine, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, we are spoiled bitches. We really (laughs) are. And I I think that puts some perspective. Definitely, like, the first thing I've ever seen. And as I was watching it, I was like, there's spectacle. It was engaging. There's colorful costumes. Oh, just That is a great reminder. Mm -hmm. I'm still sick of four turnbuckle things, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... So that gives us a grand total of 18 and a half. One of the highest rated episodes ever. <laughs> wow. Yes. I mean, that's just because we had an extra person, but that's fine. <laughs> yes. But the ones when we have guests are always a little bit higher. <laughs> They're always higher. It's uh it's weird. weird. How math, it's weird how math works. Uh <laughs> but we, we we did uh we we did we got through again. Do you guys have anything to promote? This week, anything going on? I know that Diana, you have a show that's on Shutter every Friday night. I do. Our Mother's Day episode is this week. That's awesome. Uh, Spoiler: if if you're listening to this early, I'm dressed as the Babadook the whole fucking first episode. (gasps) Amazing. (laughs) The whole time. I'll definitely be tuning in. Um, The the Pride Babadook, by the way. (laughs) Oh, even better. She's giving <laughs> runway. Diva yeah. That. Well, the Duke's a gay icon. She exactly. Like, I think she's normal. <laughs> she walked out. I saw her. She walked out and she said, Hey, Kanji, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm giving tens across the board for yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, serving Duke realness. Um, <laughs> Br- Br- Brendan. Uh, you're working. You're hard at work directing a I film am. right now. Uh, I am. Uh, any, when, when's this thing going to be out? This will be out August eighth, and I'll put it here. Dear God, that's such before... a fast turnaround. Well, you know what it is, but you know it's going to look like we actually bought. It's a shark movie. I, I'll say that. And from Asylum, what? I know. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. <laughs> um, but the really cool thing about this one is, is that I'm in it. Yes, yeah, Seth is in it. <laughs> and then uh Johnny and Diana will be in it. I will find a way to get you guys in there. Aww. Um and I want to start like saying who else is in the cast. 
It's my dog. But I'm like, it could be. <laughs> but I'm also like, one of my PR like girlfriends was like, oh, I'll help you do a press release. So I'm like, well, I could mention it here. I don't know. Go I for it. Should... Yes. Go for it. Do it. Yes. So the movie is starring Caroline Williams. <gasps> Ooh. from texas chainsaw massacre too. that's awesome and it's not not like an oh my god we got caroling for the day no she's there every single like the, the wow star, good star. for her that's yeah, so cool so. good, for, good you for you so caroline gets to fight a shark love it Rad. love it really um, cool. she's been she's been killing it um if uh if you guys are listening to this early i'm going to be headlining swallowtail spirits in Eugene, Oregon, tonight. That's Friday the 12th. And uh, if you're in Seattle, I'll be headlining Comedy Slash Bar uh, at uh, on Saturday night. So come fucking see me if you want to. Uh, I love when I, I love when I see raggedy bitches out at the shows. It's, oh, uh, it's always a thrill. Shout, shout out to Movie Matt because he made us all. He came to one of our, our live shows this week. He uh-huh. made a fuck Claudio shirt for each of us that he gave me. Oh, that's so awesome. To get to you guys. Oh, my God. That is so He tweeted something. I was like on set in between takes and I saw that he tweeted something and I was like, oh my God, that's the sweetest. So I took a picture. He was wearing one when he showed up. I took a picture, sent to Chris, who told me he sent it to Claudio. (laughs) That's incredible. So Claudio is aware that we have Claudio, fuck Claudio shirt. Just like that. That's incredible. Shout out to me, Matt. Thanks for being an OG raggedy bitch from for day real. One. Yes, amazing. That was so thoughtful. Um, and I can't I just, wait to pick up my shirt. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited. Well, I'm, I'm not mailing it, so you know, whenever you get it, you get. It. <laughs> I'll pick it up at some point. Yay! <laughs> um, uh, all right. So that's another AEW dynamite in the books. Uh, the awesome pod in the books. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Raggedy Bitch Army, you guys are strong. Uh, and uh, I love I love seeing you guys out when I'm doing shows. And I love that you guys, uh, when you interact with us on the uh, on the online. Uh, so keep listening. Tell a friend. Uh, the show's growing. We rank in every country that's relevant. And uh, it's... <laughs> it's <not> uh, nice. <laughs> listen, man. Brenda's All countries about, are relevant. Brenda's talking about dwarfism. I'm just uh, giving shout outs <laughs> to countries to listen to us. Uh, we'll get canceled one way or another. Um, but uh, you guys, do you want to do it next week? Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and thanks for being here, Seth. With Seth your, thank your, you. Yes. Your interesting yes. Jungle Boy take. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and also, you, you can the catch story. me in a movie that will be coming out shortly. Not just Brendan's, but another one. I can't say too much about it, but oh, we'll thanks have for that, Brendan... Man repost <laughs> the press release and then it will be re- announced officially okay beautiful well, okay. Well, once, once we know we're going to promote it <laughs> you guys all right guys namaste w namaste, namaste w, w. Hey.